Don't just talk about it, be about it. In this episode, I interview Master Sergeant Ron Esposo, a former teammate from the Mighty 673rd Communication Squadron and co-founder of the Filipino-American Airmen Group on Facebook, boasting more than 4,500 worldwide members. We discuss our origin story, the power of a global community through a shared culture that always makes you feel at home, and his personal leadership philosophy using the acronym CYBER that embodies his style and passion for getting the mission done, but never forgetting the people are the foundation that makes the mission happen. Let's go! This is Constant Elevation, the show for rising Air Force and community leaders who seek to define the future. Learn powerful work and life tactics to tackle any challenge. I'm your host, Gabriel Gabrock Avila. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Gabrock back on the mic once again. This is the last episode of July. Kind of, we've gotten to this far, and uh, and I think very very happy for uh, this week's episode because this has been a long time coming. I have a a friend and colleague that uh, um, we're going to talk about our origin story in a minute, but I want to welcome to the show to the show Master Sergeant Ron Esposo. Ron, welcome to the show, brother. Oh, I'm glad to be here, sir. Oh yeah, dude, this is going to be good stuff. So uh, Sergeant Esposo is part of our origin story. He is currently in Alaska. We were just talking about before we started recording this episode how much. I miss being in Alaska. My family misses being, especially in the summertime, we miss being in Alaska. I follow him. Uh, when I see his Facebook posts, I may or may not be hella mad because he's doing these awesome Hatcher's Pass hikes and all that kind of stuff. And he's setting a good example for his airmen. But uh, you're, you're living it up in Alaska. How, how has the summer been so far? So lately, it's been nice, actually. So um, I, I, I don't know if you remember last year, we had the wildfire last year. But oh, this yeah, time, about that. yeah, the water, that, you know, dude, we had that ruined. Yeah, yeah, we, we, it ended up ruining, well, not ruining, well, it did ruin stuff, but like the very last portions of before I left, I, I totally forgot about that. Like yeah. it made it really, really crappy. Yeah, I don't know. The year before that, we had the earthquake. Now we have, you know, last year, the wildfire, now COVID 19. <laughs> right. And then we went hiking yesterday, and then now they have the, they call it the Siberian wildfire. So all the smokes are coming down to Alaska. Oh, it's kind of weird. So it's kind of hazy. You can't get, okay. get okay. Like, a lot of good pictures, but you know. Wow. But okay. so far, it's been hot. Pretty good. Did I make a plane? I know, you, no, don't complain. You you don't live in where I live in in Maryland, and so I'm very very envious of you. So I'm very happy for you and the family. You guys are staying safe in Alaska. So um, obviously, part of our origin story for you and I is that we worked together as 673rd Comm Squadron, and uh, we had a lot of. Um, you weren't there when I first got there. I remember when you first joined ExecCom. That's where we first started to work together, right? I want to say. That's correct. Yep, yeah, that's correct. And so. Over that over that uh, tenure, you know, we we got a lot of work done. All kinds of you, you successfully led the execcom team and started branching out into more stuff. We we made the Jaber Connect app. Um, yep. That's where you got <laughs> that, that, that. We're not going to go into it. You may or may not have a call sign Despacito. That also happened. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you and I, the the Alaska team thing, and I really hope that uh, um, you and I get to work together again. The Air Force is a small place. Uh, but there may be some, there may be some side notes and some, some, uh, some of our records that like, I don't really know if Avila and Esposo could work together because they were too <laughs> damn good. They saw us having too much fun. Like we, yeah. we worked hard, but like, honestly I think all the stuff that we were doing together, we just liked doing because we were passionate about it. Yep. Then I think we, we just kind of like, uh, both of us are kind of like task oriented. Like we just want to get shit done. So yeah. You know, that's how we are. You know? Yeah, so. it was good. It was, it was, it was definitely a, um, you know, uh, like-minded individuals and made it easy for you and I to work together. And then uh, after I left Alaska, um, I, I moved here to Maryland. And then you and I, you, you had these sparklings like, hey, sir, so I think I want to, I want to start this uh, Filipino American Airmen Group thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, why do you want to do that? And then we we had a conversation. I was like, bro, just send it. It's fine. I actually think you you have a, a a very strong case for how this group can happen. Fast forward right now, over 4,500 members. You're one of the OGs. I'm one of the OG members early. You're the admin. I'm just kind of there as far as the, the handsome field grade officer to add some context to the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so uh, tell me, tell me how, how, how have you felt so far, how the Facebook group has been gone so far? So the, the group, like um, just reading at the, the comments of like new members, you know, um, feeling, you know, have a breath of fresh air, like looking, cause you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be in a member where, or in a group where it's always the same group. And there's always like either 
crap talking or whatever it is or being a Karen or whatever you call it. <laughs> sure. But with our group, with our group, it's kind of like it's meant for like mentorship, like especially mm-hmm. like when we're PCSing out, like you know how detrimental when you're like going to a new place, it's like you don't know what's going on. And then now you see another Filipino guy who, you know, you see something in common with and then you're like, oh, okay, you're going to oh, hook yeah. me up? Well, where's, this, where's the food? Where's the... Yeah. What what's what's the click? You know what I mean? <laughs> where, so, where are gonna buy? Where do I put my lumpia order? I gotta know all these yeah. these life these very life significant <laughs> things I gotta do. So <laughs> Yeah, it's like life one oh one, like Filipino life one oh one. Where's the where's the restaurant? You know, when is the next get together? You know, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. those kind of things. So yeah. But I, it's it's been so we were when we were initially talking about it, I it, it, you were very I was giving you some advice as far as being very particular about like, don't, don't make this be one of like the dark corners of the internet where just people are talking shit the entire time. And I really think you guys took it to the high road as far as being a kind of dual place. Right. So it's for mentorship, right? You're air, yep. it's Filipino American airmen. So the airmen piece finding out, like depending on for, for, for the officer as, and the enlist, the officers and the enlisted, the, <laughs> the <laughs> depending on what we're talking about, you have a easy audience of, you know, over 4,000 people just yeah. send a question, be like, Hey, so I'm moving first time. I just commissioned as a second Lieutenant, or I'm, I'm moving to Korea as a, as a young NCO. What do I need to do? And there's, there will be some person in there more than likely that experienced that. And you and that welcoming kind of piece is what we wanted to make sure. What I advise anyway, um, and I think you guys have cultivated it right. As far as that's the kind of place that we want this group to be. And on the other hand, it's a whole thing of just celebrating exactly who we are as Filipinos. I mean, like there is there is all of the 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 memes and the the cultureish kind of things. Like those things are very very strong uh, amongst yeah. our community, and that just adds like a little bit more connectedness depending on you could be you know even if you're going to some place and then you'd be like oh there's actually there's like at least six filipinos here and they got like a thing going yeah. on it's like yeah that's that's awesome yeah yeah i love it like um you know um just to you know i i, I still i think i still owe everyone a a background of what happened or how i started this so back in like 2018 if this this thing's gonna be probably like a little bit longer, but it's all good. Back in 2018, um, I met a guy. Uh, shout out to Mass Sergeant Alvin Suarez. So he works at FSS, and um, I met him during the first sergeant symposium. And then you know okay. how I was I was the um, acting shirt. Yep, yep. You know during that time, and then you know late um, last year I was I got invited to their party, and then. Um, you know, typical Filipino party get together, you know, tons of food, booze, karaoke is sure. everywhere. And then you know, a little <laughs> bit of gambling, poker like that. So <laughs> that, that sounds know. like all of the normal ingredients <laughs> to our shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're just hanging out. And then in between conversations, and then I just realized I was like, well, the mentorship was happening. We were like piggybacking oh, yeah. ideas, you know, mentoring about, you know, each other's finance, uh, work related issues, you know. What was the previous base? You know, where are you going to next? You know, and then you know we talked about you know professional and personal development too. And especially we have like younger you know staff sergeants. Yeah. So we're like developing them too. We're like, oh crap! So yep. this is kind of good. So you know we have people from CE, FSS, Com, you name it. You know it was a great feeling. You know I had some food, booze, and yeah. you know sometimes I win poker. Yeah, winning, winning. I won, you know, a couple of times, but it's really oh, oh light flex. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, overall, it was I was glad about the the bonding and the mentorship. You know, fast forward, like you know, fast forward, like in this uh, early this year, February, during winter, right? We just moved to the new building because we 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 reside in building sixty to thirty, but we went to the lodging area. So oh, okay. it's a new building, and then our heating broke. So I have like 30 airmen there, you know, freezing their butt off mm-hmm. and it's in the middle of February and I just put on mass sergeant one February, first of February. And I was like, oh snap, <laughs> crap. I, I got to take lead. You know, I got to take care of my people. They're right. complaining about the, 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 the heat. Conditions. So, right. so I told them first, well, you got to remove all your clothes and start hugging each other because, you know, body heat is is a way to go. Yeah, no, I just messed it. No, I didn't <laughs> I say, like, I didn't say it. Hold on. 
<laughs> no, that's no, hilarious. No. But that actually sounds like some shit I would say. Like, hey, you guys are complaining? Get, drop drawers. That's what we need to do. Get butt at no, no, don't get butt naked. Yeah. But like that sounds like some dumbass shit I would say, and then be like, just kidding, Jesus. Don't call EO. Sorry. <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, uh, you know, uh, I met a guy from that party. Uh, shout out to, you know, Tech Sergeant Francis Pasqua. So he works at CE. He works at HVAC. So, you know, you know, uh, a lot of people, like most commanders, you know, I'm not bashing you, but a lot of commanders would like do things for their other commanders, like a hookup. Like, hey, this is a priority now for you. Whatever. Sure, sure. So I did text him like, hey. And also, by the way, he was on leave. So I texted him, hey, bro, hook me up. Ten, min 10 minutes later, like, HVAC technician was there. And he helped us out. I was That's like, oh, up. my God. Dude, I was <laughs> like, all right. So crisis averted, and my, my guys are happy. And, you know, from time, time to time, they would, like, contact me, too, and ask me for, like, comp stuff, of course. Of course. But I do help them out. And then later that month, you know, I was, like, just – Chilling my couch, I was like, you know, watching The Office, you know, sipping my 14-year-old Balvini whiskey, you know, just oh, hanging okay, out. Okay, just okay. I know, right? So <laughs> then I realized those moments, uh, you know, with my Filipino friends throughout my 13 years in my military career, how we kind of like helped out each other over time again and again. That's awesome. Um, and then what they call it, like the um, Bayanihan concept. So Bayanihan is like a, it's a Filipino word. Is derived from like the word Bayan, right? Meaning town. Mm -hmm. So town or nation or community in general. So Bayanian literally means being a Bayan. It is used to refer to like a spirit of communal uni unity and cooperation. And, and, you know, back in the day, like if, if a house, you know, if family wants to move to another town, like a bunch of people will actually lift the house and move to another place or another town. That's what they do. Okay. So that's Bayanian. And then, you know, what's good, what's really good with our Filipino community is that we have, you know, we have this innate respect to one another. And like I mentioned earlier, when we were talking before, like we, we're in a high context, high context culture where mm -hmm. when you meet another Filipino, you feel like connected right away, right? Yeah. So hey. you already have the same food, you like the same food, raised with the same, you know, uh, same values the same like the same, same mom smacking you with things yeah. like yeah you better cook the damn rice and like all those all those things that all of us yeah, suffer with the through. finger you yeah know, everybody knows everybody like knows the finger the finger <laughs> yeah and then you know you like everybody likes to take pictures you know enjoying seeing karaoke yeah and of course the rice rockets you know watching <laughs> every time there's a money pacquiao fight you know in the philippines oh all, everybody's the street a, is gone you yes, know everybody's nobody, watching it <laughs> The entire Filipino pride. Yeah, there is. Uh, it's funny. Like when I was, uh, um, my dad, when he was, uh, uh, um, he used to be like a, um, he used to work on the Las Vegas Strip um, as like a security guard, like supervisor, whatever it is, right? And so, like he, when it was a, when it was the Filipinos fighting the uh, versus the Mexican boxers, bruh. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. And it was done. like, it was, everybody was like, oh, everybody's, you know, four, four, four foot eight Filipinos, big body. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, bruh, you're salt, calm down. But like yeah, that pride, down, yeah. the pride of, of where we come from, I think is always going to be strong. And so like yeah. the idea where you, you are creating uh, through the, through the Facebook group, you created some opportunities that kind of evolved from your own personal kind of um, interactions with people and understanding yeah. that like there is, you know, we have technology uh, that can kind of evolve that. And that's where I think the Facebook group itself kind of, it, it, it doesn't make, I'll, I'll be upfront. It does not make up for the personal one-on-one -on -one stuff. Nothing can, Oh yeah, yeah. but like it offers like that bridge, that starting point to be like, oh, so as soon as you land to whatever base you're going to or whatever it is, like you're going to have a community that, that, that looks like you, that talks like you, yeah. that eats like you. And so like even the, the benefits of the air force and taking you all around the world, you still have some sort of home. There's a, there's a familiar thing going on and um, you don't have to, you know, it's a, you walk in, you're just going to smell it. You're like, Oh yes, I'm home. There's, there's certain yeah. things that happen. And it's a, the, um, as, as much as it's, we're trying to make it a strong thing and it's getting stronger, you know, as we go along with the, with the Facebook group. Um, I really credit you um, with all of your experiences, just kind of understanding that like, this is something that was needed out there and um, yes, very, very proud that, uh, you know, we've hosted, excuse me, you've hosted a couple uh, 
uh, leadership mentor thing. You've had some, you've had some general officers, you've had some chiefs, you've had some uh, former squash commanders. This guy. And yep. so, <laughs> and so the idea of where you've had successful Filipinos come up and they're like, no, nah, man, we, we made it. Like we're, we're here. We can, we get, we're good. Um, a community that could be proud of what we've accomplished and we're going to continue to pay it forward. So I really want to publicly thank you for, um, you know, uh, when you and I are initially talking about it, I didn't, I honestly did not believe it was going to blow up like this, but yeah. it is, it is a very, very strong um, presence. And I, and I can hope it continues to be that and makes it as much as, everybody wants it to be and contribute to it. Um, it's going to be, I, I'm always going to think back to our early conversations of you were, you were cur- courageous enough to be like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm like, yeah, go and let's see. I'll, I'll be here. I'll, I'll, I'll support the whole thing. And uh, um, it's, it's been an awesome ride so far. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I, that, that connection is like, it's, 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 when I, when, when I thought about it, I was like, I was like, what's the best way to improve that connection with, with these people. Right. Cause, you know, I met a lot of people, you know, especially I play a lot of basketball and mm-hmm. that's how I start my, my, my things with, with Filipinos and they love basketball. Right. So, and I thought about it, I was like, you know, what, what's the best way to improve it? And then, you know, just, that's why I created the Filipino American group. Actually in the beginning, I, I put Filipino airmen and then, you know, I got a lot of, I, I got a lot of feedback saying like, Hey, you might be, may, might get missed, uh, communication with you know the filipino airmen in the philippines so i did add the filipino american Mm -hmm. so so you know but you learned it's fine whatever yeah you know i I actually uh i remember getting help from my brother too i was like well he served the you know in the navy as a corpsman for like five years and then of course you sir uh you know helping me proofread the mission and vision (laughs) statement i was like you know we gotta we gotta have this mission and vision so we have like a you know, like you said, like I told you, I'm very gold. I want to be structured and yep. everything else. Yep. So, and also you help my, my, my English, fixing my English. Cause you know, my English was like my grammar. <laughs> it was, was fine. <laughs> no, it, it was, it was mainly like, it, it was really shaping the, um, cause you had, you know, this is like kind of behind the curtains kind of stuff. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. very grandiose ideas, which is not bad. But the idea is you got to make it to a succinct kind of thing that people yeah. can kind of gravitate towards. And that's what, and that's where, as soon as we got that, those little, uh, those little fine tuning done, we're off. Like, it's like, yep, this go, send yeah. it. Let's see what happens. And yeah. then like, I know, right. But yeah. <laughs> so speaking of which, like, you know, during the initial phase, when I started adding the, you know, uh, when I started the group, I started adding the people I knew from Jaber mm-hmm. and then uh, some military friends from tech school in my, with my Facebook friends. Everybody, and, everybody you know, was, everybody yeah. was tagging any Filipino, you knew. I was same thing. Yeah. Like, God, damn, hold on. Let me invite all these people. So <laughs> yeah, it was like, for me, it was like about 30 members, uh, give or take. And then, mm-hmm. you know, days, weeks after, you know, we were in the thousands. I was like, Oh my God. Oh, and then yeah. we finally about, you know, 4,500 strong for, you know, after five months, which is, you know, to this date. And then, you know, next thing, you know, you know, I was like, you know, what's cool about this? We need to, be more proudful. So I was like, let's make a patch, you know, because I remember you giving me a patch with Despacito. I was like, all right, let's do something yeah, kind of similar. Let's do so it. I was like, all right. And then I produced my design. And then, of course, he got shit on, you know, with people. But we did, <laughs> you know. I get it. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But <laughs> a lot of people are like, actually, um, kind of like interested of what's going on with the, with the group. So, you know, I want to shout out to like, you know, Dre Malihan, he's a staff sergeant here in Alaska and, and A1C in um, Herbert Field right now, A1C Francis Dacfano. Mm-hmm. So those two kind of collaborated with, uh, so Francis was like really like artsy. Okay. And, then, and then Dre was like doing all the Adobe Photoshop. So sure, they, sure. they collaborated and then now we have like, you know, freaking merch you yeah. know hoodies <laughs> people, patches, people the one. flexing on people be like oh what is that like it's not you for know, you <laughs> right and then you know now next the next thing we have was a, like the tumblers like you know it's just it's just kind of like nice to to have those merch you know take pride of who you to celebrate are and then, yeah yeah that's awesome you know, there, i think there is um art piece is another um uh 
I want to look at. Uh, I want. I don't want to go to my Facebook thing, but I really want to look it up because I want to give her a shout out. But but you know, you see the 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 patch though. There's the the spear on the side, like you right. know, just like our tribal stuff. You know, of course, like, of course. Yeah. There's there's meaning. Like there's all the meanings behind behind the graphics, and that's why you, I know you were joking around when you, well, so, sort of joking around. People saying there <laughs> people were shitting on your designs because. People are very particular about like, uh, yeah. you know, culture. Like, uh, what are we going to represent? Like, how do we want to represent this to be like? And you got to find that fine balance as far as like what is going to be too like, like cheesy versus like something that's actually like representative of us. And I think that's yeah. the kind of stuff that you want to be um, cognizant of because you want to make sure you're giving off a. That was always the thing that you and I talked about as far as um, making sure that we're going to be professional. Above everything else, yes, we can be. There's yes. nothing wrong with. I, I I consider myself a professional airman, but I don't take myself too seriously. I, if you if you know me, I'm yeah. very jokey about stuff, and I and I talk shit and do all that kind of stuff. But like, I'm very cognizant of the image that I'm um and symbology I want to present. And so, but if you're proud, that's that's a positive thing. We want to make sure that the people are and, and you're combining those powers to make sure that something that is um, uh, very strong representative, very similar to this is what I had to embarrassingly look up, but like Airman Cisnado, Airman Cisnado, when she oh, created yeah. like the freaking the the emblem and everything for our for six seventy third Com Squadron, like that was a proud moment for me. Like you had you had someone who was passionate about her artistic kind of things and want to bring that forward to be like, yeah, this is actually representative of our squadron. And I'm like, bet money, put that mural fucking right there in the goddamn heritage. <laughs> right. It's amazing. It's still there. It's still it is. There. Of course it's, it is. It's, yeah. Of course it is. It better be freaking there. And so, um, but yeah, the, the idea of making sure how, how to continue to um, be true to yourself, be true to your culture, be true to your heritage, and then being inspirational. And so this is going to, I don't know how long we've been recording, but this is going to be the transition of where we, I, I wanted to talk to you about, and now we're going to get here. So <laughs> that's right, where I'm you. not mad about, like, I, I really think your expanded um, uh, origin story is way better than anything I had to imagine. So I'm glad that <laughs> we right, covered all good. that. So the, um, what we want to talk about, the, our original topic was that uh, staying true to yourself. And so one of the things that you and I have talked about before, we actually worked on, I, I think uh, under a certain different circumstances, we've had separate conversations as far as always staying true to yourself as a leader. And I really believe you carry yourself and have inspired uh, the people under your watch to be, uh, um, uh, to follow you. And hopefully I've done the same for me, but like, it's always going to be rooted in staying true to yourself. So in my, um, in my upcoming, or actually in episode seven of, of constant elevation, I, I reviewed my, my personal leadership philosophy. It's called uh, alphabet aerobics. I'm not going to go over it here in this episode because it's not what this episode's about. Go back to episode seven, read it or listen to it again. But, um, in my upcoming book, which Sergeant Disposo has graciously provided some, um, some book praises and you'll see his name in there and it's going to be some good stuff. Um, he got to read an advanced copy of the book and he really gravitated towards one specific sentence. And it said, uh, creating, I, I, I wrote that creating your own leadership philosophy should be a continuous process that evolves based on your personal experience and your individual ideas. So basically no leadership philosophy should be the same. Right. And so just like I'm a different leader compared to Sergeant Sposo, our leadership philosophy should, should in fact, should be different. There could be some similarities, but the flavor of itself really should be based on where uh, the individual themselves. And so you came up with, um, and I, I, you know, we talked, I, I gave some advice as far as like trying to make it catchy. Nobody wants to read a seven page dossier of fucking bullshit leadership stuff. Like nobody got time for that. Make it quick, make it catchy. And I read yours and we're going to talk about it in this episode. Your, your leadership philosophy is, is, uh, the acronym cyber C Y B E R pretty straightforward. And so we're going to talk about each component. I want to hear your personal thoughts and, and as we far go along. So cyber first one, C completing the mission tell me about what that means to you so i know i know with that with a lot of leadership um, concept right um they talk about people first mission always but um you know when you go to work you know it's like what what are you there for what, what what's your purpose which, which is completing the mission i know um you know um people always will, will always be there and so I just want to make sure that, you know, like I said, I'm very task oriented. If, if people are giving me hot fires, you know, left and right or last minute, 
I just want to complete the mission. Sure. Whatever you need, complete the mission. So, um, okay. with my current, with my current, um, with my current um, umbrella right now, having like you know, <laughs> almost fifty people um, with this cyber, I actually mm-hmm. um, kind of like narrowed down to this this acronym. So. Oh, it's good. So complete. So a mission, right? So a mission is not necessarily your individual task. A mission is the team task. It is assigned to you that's as, right. and that's, that goes along the lines of very similar to the, uh, the realm of service before self. I mean, like it's a thing of there's something bigger than you. You, can, you need to do your job. Doing your job is going to be very, very important to not only to yourself, but the second and third order effects that it has to everybody else. And so like, it's not that anybody is going to be surprised by this. The cyber mission that we're responsible for is very dependent on damn near everything we do in the Air Force. And so you completing your mission as far as um, leading the, the cyber services uh, section is, is extremely important. And I think the, that's the quickest way to say, like, you, need, you better be doing your job. Complete the mission. Yep. That's what it's going to be. And it's a um, you don't have to um, make it any deeper than that. You just need to understand that like you are a, you are a part of a bigger idea and your responsibility is heavy. So do your job and complete your mission. I really, really like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Cool. Then, uh, so I guess then, yeah, the next, go ahead, sir. The, the next one, you are accountable. Why you are accountable. Well, in, in, you know, tactical level, right? So a lot of people are like, if they mess up, um, they like to point fingers. It's like, when, when I tell them you're accountable, like if you make a mistake, especially like, you know, if it's not illegal or criminal, sure, you know, sure. if you make a mistake, just, just own it. And then we'll grow together. We'll find a way to fix it and then improve on it rather than, you know, like, I don't know, either I didn't, my alarm was off, you know, those kind of things like, dude, just, just, you know, it comes on, on the next, which is be professional and transparent because, mm-hmm. You know, just try to be professional. You're in a bigger scheme right now. Like, just be honest with me. I'd rather, I'd rather you being honest with me rather than lying to me. You know, it yes. comes with the same as, as, as a kid. I mean, as a father too, you know, with my kids, uh, you know, they like to point fingers. Oh, it's my sister's fault or my brother's fault. No, bro. Just it's you. No, it's you. It's you. It's you. You know it's that, you, you know? <laughs> You got caught, you know, I yes. know the answer already, you know, so. I, I think that is a good reflection of um, cognizant of the current times. And so, and I'm not going to get into generational debates because I don't think that's fair, but I think the idea, the, it's a singular, because the idea of accountability goes across every single generation. I don't care what, how old you are, how young you are, accountability is huge. Because the moment when people start to try and deflect and try and find excuses, like, well, I, you know, because I didn't wake up or blah, blah, blah. Like, no, that's it's you. you. You created some things. And a lot of people get very, very nervous where they're confronted with their own, um, I want to call it weaknesses because that's, that's too strong of a word, but like just, just mistakes, right? There's, there's certain things depending on, and we're not talking like the extreme, like tip of the spear where lives are at danger. Yeah. For the most part, what we're talking about is general life management things. Is like, hey, yep. so you're you're accountable for waking up on time. You're accountable for staying in shape. You're accountable for training. You're accountable for making sure that if you're an NCO and a supervisor, that you hope that you can perform all the responsibilities that are uh, uh, um, associated with that role. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So be accountable to that. And I think by placing the res- being upfront in your leadership responsibility, like you are accountable. I think that's a very, very strong way to be like, people are like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Sorry, supposed to. Damn. Yeah. I All right. I'm going to have to, <laughs> but it's, but that's, that's what people need. I think people, the way that you're going to be challenging people, but like, no, you are accountable. The majority, the right people, the right people are going to respond. They're going to be like, all right, bet I am accountable and I'm going to do my job. You're not asking for perfection. You're asking for the efforts, the best effort that they have at their certain capacity to try and do what they believe is right. Yep. Yeah. That's right, sir. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to B, uh, be professional and transparent. Tell me about that. So, you know, be professional. So we're always, you know, I've been in comm for like 13 years and we're always in the, in the customer environment, you know, so mission support. you know, so- we have a, uh, 
yeah, you know. So we have a lot of airmen that are currently they forget what they learned from basic training or tech school. So or some of them are like coming in. I'm not bashing on the older folks, but who's coming in? But at the same time, you know, um, there's a respect to you know, like we go we we talked about earlier about respecting others, and then sometimes they they don't know how to talk to people. So yeah. basically, not being they're being they're being unprofessional with you know how the conversation is. There's there's always a tactful way to tell things to other people like, hey, you know, um, we don't have any technician technician right now, but if I could take your number or your whatever, right. you know, something like that. But they don't. Or if you don't have the support right now, be transparent. Just say, hey, we don't have that right now, but. I can take down your name or something like that. Just, just be professional, you know. Because even off base, like it's the same thing. Like I, I know with with the with the politics right now, with a lot of people are in uniform and and you know just being in a protest or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Like, mm-hmm. bro, don't do that stuff. You don't know? do that. Yeah, that's not a, that's yeah, not a right? good fit. How about we don't? Yeah, do that? I know, right? <laughs> you're representing a, a organization. Yeah, and while you're in uniform, that's not. That's not good. So, no, I think uh, I really think that uh, professionalism and transparency. Some people actually wouldn't combine those two, and I I really like the way that you're combining them because com- combining them both makes you an honest human being. So, professional, in my perspective, professional is really going to be a a culmination of your experiences, right? So, me as a professional lieutenant is only up to that good me as a professional lieutenant colonel, I have a bunch of experience behind me now. So like I know, under, I understand the other things that are, that how the Air Force works, how the joint environment works, how my functional community works. And so like, I'm just more tenured in my ideas of how to conduct myself and how the, the real business works. However, um, you know, we, we work in a, in a um, hierarchical kind of chain. So we're, I don't think it's, it's not a thing of, you know, the, the idea of not respecting customs courtesies. That's a, that's a given. So I don't, I'm not yep. talking about that. But the idea of professional, of like knowing what your capacity is, and then it immediately going to the transparent stuff. Because if you're if you're started talking out of your ass, you understand to be like, hey, so yeah, this is beyond me. I, I need to go talk to my boss. I need to yep. like for me right now and JFH, I need to go talk to my smart guys because you're talking about some cyber nerdery stuff. And you're beyond me, and I'm I'm professional. This is the thing. I'm professional. I'm humble enough to understand that like, I'm going to start saying words that are completely out of my ass and it's going to get me in trouble and my team in trouble and, you know, potentially lead us in a wrong direction. And yeah. so a lot of people, it's an ego thing. It's a, it's a lack of humility to be like, you have to put on this, this, this big body, be like, no, I'm totally right and infallible. Like, no, you just, you don't know. And between the officer corps and the enlisted corps, I've seen examples where like people start you hear you hear the tap dancing you're like oh this motherfucker uh-huh. is tap dancing and shit because yeah. you don't know what you're talking about just say sir bam i'll get back to you that's all you got to yep. do that's and it, it, it it's a i think people are afraid of doing that i don't know why you and i are not afraid of that like there's there's yeah. a part there's i can clearly see i've seen you do it seen me do it. hopefully you see me do it as well you're gonna ask me stuff as much as i can answer that question i'll talk about it the moment it starts getting into unfamiliar territory i'd be like time Time out. I don't know. Yep. I need to. I need to phone a friend. I need to go call somebody. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with that. I've never seen, um, in the right situations where those kind of things. Part part of that is, that's not a. I'll add a caveat. That's not an. Ex- that's not an excuse for not for you doing your job and and working really really hard. Work hard. If you're a lieutenant, I expect you to be a lieutenant or a master sergeant, whatever rank you are. I expect you to have that level of experience. If you don't, you better catch the fuck up. Like that's because yeah. I'm expecting up to that point. Going past that, I, I, I'm okay with you phoning a friend or whatever it is, but that's due diligence, right? And so the idea, I really think your combination of being professional and transparent is the perfect uh, brown sugar to the cinnamon. Hey, yeah, yeah. pop tarts, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know, a lot of people are always flexing about what they know, but you know, you just don't want them to like, say the wrong things and then next thing you know you know their ego like bro like it's okay just be humble man it's okay just be a good person just be humble it's okay yeah. yes. you know 
But they don't, if you don't know anything, it's okay. It's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard for people to, to admit their, it's not even a weakness. It's just a, it's a, a shortcoming that you just maybe or not be prepared for. But it's, um, it's definitely a positive thing that people need to, to understand. It's, it's, a, it's, it's okay. That's, that's the bottom line. So uh, E, effective training. Tell me about that. So, you know, I remember you, you probably love this every Thursday. It's the staff meeting slides. So, you know, <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, when you see, when, you, when you're a section chief and you see some of your airmen that are on the board, like, you know, the spotlight is on you. It's like, come on, bro. Oh, you didn't do you the volume. Like, you're still behind I, two volumes. I know. Come on. I, you're like 15 months behind. Like this is like simple <laughs> stuff, bro. You know? So, you know, effective training is, um, so for me, like you can talk to me and teach me the things, you know, verbally, and I'm not going to learn that crap. You got to show it to me. You know, people learn different things. Sure. So, sure. Sure. And as you know, as you go back, you're accountable for the NCOs. Like sometimes they assume that their airmen are like, Oh, they're doing great. So, you know, they're using, passing their URAs or fine, mm -hmm. they can test, but no, you got to make sure like, you know, make sure their training is good. You're making sure your, their TBA is done or after is done. You know, it's just, this is the follow through is the main thing. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, that's no, I, I think effective training. So there's definitely like the measurable air force version of that, but I think the overarching kind of theme that you're trying to is like, there is a going back to accountability, like, as you progress through your, your Air Force career, we're expecting you to be able to perform certain things. And part of that performance is we're going to train you how to do that. But if you are slacking off, if you are being, you know, you're, and it's very clear when you and I see those in those staff meetings, when we used to see them anyway, you'd see like Airman got here at the same time. This, this gal is done in like eight months. This dude yeah. has not started in 13 months. Like what the, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. and it's, it's, um, that's a reflection of the supervisors actually giving yep. a shit and being sure you're staying on top of your personnel and be like, what do you need? Is it a, like to your earlier point, like, are you more of a, a visual learner? Can you just, yep. are you, do you need someone to work with you before? Okay, cool. That's, that's one thing we can do at work. Are you more of a learner that you can do it off, off duty and you're fine because you'd rather learn by yourself? Cool. That's also what, whatever the, the, the technique happens to be, making sure that, you have a good understanding of that and moving that airman forward in there. So I think that's the, there is no, I'm not a, I'm not a firm believer of there's only one method to train every single airman in, in the yeah. air force. We gotta be, you have to understand the context of where we grew up. Um, cultural, cultural differences. Yeah. I mean, like maybe if English is not your first language, you'd be like, Hey, so yeah. we got to go find help other people and find uh, you're, you're, you're a Filipino. Let's go find a, a Filipino Facebook group and get another mentor who can figure out these things. These are, those are the kind of things that help you develop an effective training and a, yeah, an effective training plan to make sure I'm glad that you put out in your, in your philosophy that it's a, it's a, it feeds into the idea of I need you to do your job, but I also need to make sure that you are getting the right training resources to be that person that we need you to, that, that, that person on the team to get, who can play. Like if you're going to be a, if you're going to be a point guard, I expect you to know how to, I expect you to know all the freaking passes. I expect you all the game, all, all the plays, all the, all yeah. those kind of things. That's all training. You're going to learn how to yeah. be a good point guard. That's what I need you to be. I mean, you, you can tell too, like when, when, you know, what, what do they say? Like if you, if you want to do something, you'll find a way. But if you don't want to do something, you'll find excuses, right? Or, or sometimes, you know, oh, don't I'm, bullshit oh, a bullshitter. Don't bullshit so, a bullshitter. Come on, I'm, man. I'm telling that to Benjamin. I might, I might write that like on his forehead soon as soon as he wakes up, <laughs> he sees that thing. So, <laughs> yeah. so finally, last one under your leadership philosophy of cyber, C-Y-B-E-R, is R is raise good airmen. Tell me about that. So raise good airmen is more like the comes where the where the interpersonal skills comes in. So, you know, people goes through with you know with different backgrounds, different life, you know, upbringing, and you don't know what what they're going through. Being you know being an acting first sergeant while you were you know the command, and I learned not to jump into conclusion right away, and seeing like where they're from is really, you know, if even even if they have a broken family or where they grew up or what kind of region where they grew up, it, it kind of tells you 
the difference, um, you know, their upbringing. So raising good airmen is more like, you know, you want to adapt to, to your people, like just basically taking care of them. But at the same time, you, you know their culture, right? Um, yeah. it's, not, it's not just like, okay, every, everyone's Filipino and then that's it. I grew up a certain way and then that's it. No, Everybody's going like to know how to cook rice. Dude, what right? if... <laughs> um, you know, funny story because, you know, uh, me and my wife were dating back then and then I go to her house and then I was like, babe, why don't you have a rice cooker? But she does have a, a toaster. But when he goes to my house or my, my flat in, in the UK, where's your toaster? And I have a rice cooker. So it's still, <laughs> still different, you know, a different world. So sure, sure. You know, that's, I, I think I like the idea of, so good airmen ends up becoming like, it's a understanding all of our cultural differences, what, where we all grow up, the, the diversity that, that the airmen, that the Air Force have because of our airmen. I think is one of our strongest points. And I, and I firmly believe that there's, there's certain things that like, you know, when you approach a problem, I like having multiple angles to look at that problem. I don't want to have like two because I'm just going to be stuck and be frustrated. I want to have as many different perspectives as possible. One of the key things, and I really like this idea of this, uh, not that it's, it's sequential in order, but like the first four we talked about are very like, internal as far as how yep. you as a leader you need to be thinking about that but this last one raise good airmen this is completely you're flipping the script you're talking about like you expect good leadership uh, good leaders to to pay it forward to think external to them because it says raise good airmen that has nothing to do with you individually being successful earning rank uh getting a promotion or, or an award or something like that that's that's none of that shit in in this context anyway doesn't matter anymore the idea is it's raising good airmen. It's 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 moving your teammates up. It's thinking about something external to you, and I really, really, I'm very, very proud that you're putting in that in there because I think that's that's the right way you need to think about stuff. The idea yep. of making sure it's not about you because the other stuff is going to figure itself out, but it's not in the bigger picture. It's not about you, and I think the real leaders and the real good teammates that other people understand is like, they're not in it for the game for themselves. They're, they're in the bigger picture. They're trying to the raise their, the move their brother and sisters up. And like, they're the ones, especially like I, I've been around a bunch of people who are way smarter and way better than think than my job than me. And my job was to put them up as far as this is the kind of people that I want to advance. They're the leaders in the air force. And it's not about me. It's about them. And I really yep. think that's a, that's a good final not final statement but like ending portion of your your leadership philosophy of uh, cyber to raise good airmen yes sir and of course i want to thank you because you know i got the idea from you from your book so for you out there you know all the audience you know watch out for his book unpaid i didn't tell him to say that yeah do whatever you want i'm gonna say it's really great you know (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say it's great so yeah but it's 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 a the idea of um I sh- as as I as I wrote my book and then I'm kind of understanding my my uncle's status in the Air Force. It's not about me anymore. I, I, yeah. Wherever Lieutenant Colonel Villa goes is going to be. It is what it is. To be honest, I'm I'm focusing a little bit more on my family and trying to understand where they're going to be at in this world because that's very very important to me. I got two teenagers, um, and and a wife that I dearly love. And, you know, when I hang up the uniform, that's going to, they're going to be there. And I have to, man, I want to manage that correctly. I want to make sure I'm the right choices that balances the needs of my nation and the needs of my family. But I'm finding, finding the right people at the right point in time in my career that are, sorry, Sposo is one of these kind of people where like, we are, we are very dedicated to be like, this is where we want to leave. We want to leave the air force better than it was. We want to make sure we're leaving our positive impact to be like, Hey, so this is what we think is going to write kind of the right kind of leaders that when we hang up the uniform, they're going to continue to talk about the positive things. The far as completing the mission, you are accountable, be professional, transparent, effective training and raise good airmen. Those are all great tenants that, are unique to Sergeant Esposo. And when you, if you are lucky enough to work with him, you're going to get the positive effects of that. And so the, because he, he remixed his own leadership philosophy because it's very true to him and it's very, um, 
it's natural. It's not a, it's not, it's not like this, this curated thing of like, no, I just, I use buzzwords and throw on this bullshit of like I word and R word and certain things I don't want to talk about, but like <laughs> the, <laughs> the idea of it's genuinely his thoughts because he gives a shit. And that's the kind of people, Ron, you're the one, you're the kind of leader that I want to be around. I'm really, really hope that the idea somehow the air force, it's not going to, because they're going to prevent it. So they want to, somebody wants to hold us down. That's the, we yeah. can't have, maybe there's a, there may or may not be, I have no idea. What if there was a quote of like, we can't have too many Filipinos because it's just going to turn into a karaoke squadron or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> yeah. but like, but what would happen also we get all the fucking work done. I tell you that yep. shit. We would get all the work done. There's, there, we, we are hardworking people. We'd have a good time. Everybody would be jealous because we'd have all the bomb-ass food. Would we pass all the PT tests? I don't really know. That's the <laughs> oh, point. So. That's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but no, dude, I, I actually I think your, your leadership philosophy is on point. And I'm very, very thankful for you to joining us on this episode to share your thoughts on here. Like anything else, though, it's, it's constant elevation. I expect you. Yep. Here's, here's my charge. I expect you to continue to look at that and figure out exactly what does that mean to you and really come down to your personal philosophies as far as how you expect to lead um, your airmen. You're going to continue to get more and more responsibilities. And um, I know you're going to kick ass at it. You're going, to, you're going to just learn from all your experiences. And um, I'm thankful to be part of that journey. So when you make chief Esposo and I could be somewhere and be like, holy fuck, I, just, I know that guy, whatever it is, that's cool. But uh, um, yeah, I, I would like to offer you some final thoughts as far as uh, whatever you want to talk about. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I, I just want to, I think, like I said, I just want to finish with the, with the group, the Filipino American Airmen group. And, mm -hmm. and with this group, I know, I know I'm not, I'm not the only Filipinos who's away and missing their family who want some like type of connectedness, you know? So and also, I'm not the only one who have like questions about the military with every aspect of it. So especially with the airmen who just got into the Air Force or, you know, thinking about joining, you know, we have we have a lot of members that are like trying to join. They're, they're not even in the Air Force yet, but they're asking a lot of questions. Right? Sure, 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 sure. So, you know, so most of us Filipinos are hard workers, no doubt about it, you know. But, you know, we will work hard, hardly complain. But if you complain... You get hit with what? Slippers or chinelas? Yes. You know? <laughs> Chocolates, so, all, all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's been ingrained uh, with us growing up in a, in a Filipino household to not, to not complain. And then whenever we, we complain, it's like, you know, when the parents are not looking, but, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> but, oh, so oftentimes, you know, I just want to target, like, you know, some of our Filipino friends and airmen out there, you know, because some of us are we're, like afraid to ask questions because it's been ingrained, ingrained with us. And we can't stay in the shadow. So not to mention the language barrier, you know, sure. sometimes I have so much to say at times, but it's really hard for me to like articulate it. But that's why I married the British lady, so, you know, so I can improve my English. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, I was just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, you know, with our group, you know, uh, my idea is to have a safe environment, right? And then just to help many uh, Filipino American airmen to overcome those barriers, you know, get import, important uh, information, you know, about PCS sponsorship, you know, mentorship for free. By the way, did I mention, you know, Filipinos love discounts and free stuff, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, uh, I just don't want to be, I, mean, I just don't want the group to be, end up like, you know, just one of those annoying groups. So sure. myself, you know, I just want to make uh, myself and the moderators, we try to like to keep, the group to be professional. So oh, you are, with, you know, with, with continuous, you know, and monthly mentorship sessions. So like I said earlier, sir, I, I just want to thank you, you know, being one of our mentor, you know, uh, retired chief Navarro, Brigadier General Conlas, you know, hitting me up. Like I was like, Oh my God, General's hitting me up. Yeah. We're in yeah. a big deal right now. He know? was also on my show. I, just saying. Right. I know. <laughs> and then, you know, it was a perfect timing too, because, you know, with COVID, um, happened the FAA group was a great avenue for like information you know PCSing sponsorship and whatever yeah. so but you know the uh, next big thing for me is like you know for the group is to have like a, a main distributor for like for all the merchandise and so that whenever we earn profits 
and it could go to like towards local charities or even go going back to the Philippines. Yeah. Especially Hell we have yeah. a lot of strategies like, you know, typhoons, you know, monsoon days or sure, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. So, you know, uh, I'm not going to keep the money. I don't, I don't mind, you know, I'm not Dude, trying to be rich. I just want to hike. That's a, <laughs> I want to hike with you, but that's beside the point. Do I actually think that's a badass idea? I actually think, uh, not that I'm going to hold you publicly accountable. I will now, but like the idea of a certain portion of profits goes towards a back home to the Philippines. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. Like why, why wouldn't we yeah. do that? And I think, uh, everybody would be on board with that. Um, I think the, the Philam American, uh, Airman group is going to continue to be a, um, a strong presence, um, within the air force. I think you are going to be a strong presence in the Air Force, not only because your leadership philosophy, but just how you conduct yourself as a leader. I'm very, very honored and proud to have the part of my career to be served, my story to say that, like, no, I served as a bozo, motherfuckers. That's what's happened. Sure. And right. so um, we, we had some good times, and I, and I hope I look forward to some, some future good times that we get to share. Um, the Air Force is going to implode, I swear to God. If all of a sudden, just imagine, like, I'll, like I'm a, I'm a commander, and you're my superintendent. Get get out of here! Oh, like, oh yes my sir. God, the most the most handsome goddamn command <laughs> team ever. But that's beside the point. So, <laughs> well, sorry, Sposo. I, I I really appreciate you taking the time. I think uh, um, uh, your your insight that you provided to, you know, how the uh, the Philam group kind of created, and then your own uh, uh, personal philosophies. I think it, it's it's powerful, and um, you are going to continue to constantly evolve. Plug is going to be constant, constant elevation of the whole thing is, is, is worthwhile. And um, I'm very, very, like I said, I'm very proud to have served alongside of you and uh, look forward to our stories upcoming. So cool, man. Yes, sir. I'm glad yes, to sir. be here. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. It. So constant elevation audience. I appreciate you. This is a longer form uh, um, show. It doesn't matter because it was fucking awesome. And so you're welcome, but uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to constant elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at, at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future to find the future.